straight ahead. 35, 40, and Leonard's loose. Riley Leonard, 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown Duke. Leonard looking left to the front left corner. Eight seconds on the game clock, and it's a one-point game. Touchdown, Duke. All the hard work that we did these last eight months really paid off tonight, so it showed, and it's a huge relief to know that, you know, you worked that hard, and, you know, it actually does pay off, so. Welcome to this special edition of the Duke Football Talk Section 17 podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kennedy, alongside Josh Cox, Jamie Holt, Scott Medlin, and producer Justin Sykes. And we are a mere two weeks away from the Military Bowl against Central Florida. And we figured we'd take a little bit of time to sit down with QB1 himself, Riley Leonard, as he prepares for the Military Bowl. And someone gives Riley a love letter. Who is that? You know, you'll just have to listen. Here's the interview. And we are now uh, on the Section 17 podcast uh, with Duke quarterback uh, Riley Leonard. Riley, thank you for taking some time out of your schedule, man, as you guys prepare for the bowl game to sit down and talk with us a little bit. Really appreciate having me. Excited. Yeah, man, for sure. So uh, I, I'm assuming you guys have taken this last couple of weeks and um, had a little bit of downtime. Um, practices maybe look a little bit different. Uh, explain to Duke fans kind of how that's how that's looked over the last you know week or so. Yeah, so to start things off, obviously, you know, we're still at Duke. So the finals and everything have been, uh, you know, have kept us busy. So we've had a little bit of time off football and football practice. So we've been hitting the weight room, but, you know, also kind of hitting the books. So, you know, trying to finalize things uh, here in the next couple of days. I think tomorrow is the last day of class. So uh, we've really just been working out, um, you know, trying to rest our legs, get some guys back. Nikki Dalmoen and uh, Eli Panko are two guys on offense that we expect to be back for the bowl game. So uh, they've been getting their treatments in, and uh, I'm excited to you know, get on the field with them again. So, Riley, hey, you're, Riley, you're hinting at the fact that when you go to Duke, you actually have to go to classes? Yeah, can you believe that? Man. <laughs> hey, Riley, what is going to be your toughest final test? My toughest final? Uh, probably my major. My, my major is public policy, so – that one may be tough. What what exactly is public policy? Because there's been great question. Yeah, there's been games wow. where we see everyone's major and we're going, I'd like to know what that is. So what tell the fans what exactly public policy is. Oh gosh. Uh you know, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> but uh I, I usually say it's a mix between uh political science and economics. So we kind of look at the uh you know governmental and you know political or political side and the finance side of uh, different situations and, you know, pretty much just try to solve problems. Okay. It's, it's, we we won't ask you any, any deep, deep uh, details of your opinions <laughs> or anything like that. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave that. Uh, at least you're not going to graduate with your major being undecided, right? That's my favorite. It's like, this guy's a red shirt junior <laughs> major undecided. And so, uh, yeah. you know, no, that's great, man. And, well, we noticed you guys have been able to take in a basketball game or two. Uh, during this this stretch, the Ohio State game, there was, a, there was like a big group of, uh, of football guys there. Uh, what do you think about the the squad so far this season? Uh, yeah, they've they've definitely done a good job. Uh, 
I've able I've been able to go to a couple games so far, but obviously they're they're a young group, and you know they've really impressed me on the defensive end, uh, so far. So I mean, obviously defense wins championships. Even as a quarterback, I will admit, uh, you know that defense is extremely important and more important than the offense. So, uh, you know, it was good to see them get after it on defense and really respect Coach Shire's game plan because I know that he kind of brings that mentality into every game. Yeah, and your boy Jalen Blakes is uh, kind of leading that, leading that grit on defense, right? Oh like yeah, he, like he'd be he'd be a heck of a safety, right, on, on the football team. Oh, he'd be incredible. He's got you know great instincts. He's also a great kid for anybody that doesn't know. He goes to our Bible study uh, every Sunday. So, um, you know, I'm I'm a big you know fan of his. Hey, yeah, for Riley. Sure. Speaking of Bible studies, uh, our own Josh Cox came and gave a message to you guys a few weeks ago, and. On a scale of one to ten. Oh, Riley's got to be honest here, though. You got to be honest here. I mean, no, no, no sugarcoating this. How would you rate Josh's message that he gave to the group? Ten out of ten. Ah, <laughs> my guy. Ten out of ten. I mean, you can't get any better than that. He provided us with a sheet, um, sheet of paper. I mean, it was just. Yep. Full yeah, disclosure, Riley got there really late. <laughs> I did. Hey. Hey, but the paper, you know, I was able to read the notes um, from what I missed. There you go. We, we won the game before, so I was eating crab with the boys. That's why I was a little late. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I forgive you. We usually write, <laughs> we usually write Josh 2 out of 10. <laughs> no, 10 out of 10. So, so, Riley, really quick, obviously this year is complete opposite from the last couple of years. You, you saw some playing time in, in 2021. For you personally, what has been the most fulfilling thing about this season so far? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, the most fulfilling thing for me so far has just been to to watch, you know, my teammates succeed. It's, it's been great to, you know, see Jalen Calhoun have the career he had. It's been great to see Andre Harris record zero sacks all season. I mean, those are the types of things where, like, you wake up and you're like, you know, your heart's just filled with joy because your teammates are really accomplishing what they talked about throughout the entire off season. You know, we speak, you know, they're really starting to speak things into existence. Uh, and it's, and it's tough, you know, after the year that we had last year to really, uh, you know, you know, you can say these things, but when you go out and do them, that means, uh, you know, that that's what, it, that's when it all matters. So, you know, that's definitely the, the best part about this season is seeing those guys um, get the credit that they deserve. On, on that note, um, I did want to ask because, like I said, we've not. This is your first time on the podcast, by the way. Welcome, um, for the first time. Um, that Temple game. Okay, we we end up winning the game thirty to nothing. First game of the season. I know that's like a long distant memory now, right? So maybe you can even be more honest about it, right? Like, you know, you guys have put in all the work in spring ball. Uh, we were around some spring practices and fall camp as well, and you could see like the momentum and you could feel, you know, the energy. But, you know, at the end of the day, you never know, right, until you get out there and you actually play. Were there, was there some – maybe not during the game, but were you able to really soak in the fact that, like, in that first game, how did that feel to come out and you're like, man, we did – like, we put it together. The defense put it together, and we put up 30. Yeah, the defense is really what uh, opened my eyes to how good we can be. Uh, on the offensive end, we I think we put up 30 points. Uh, yeah. I'm a guy that's – I'm never really satisfied with anything. Uh, so I wasn't quite, you know, convinced or satisfied with the way we played, but it was definitely a huge eye-opening experience for me, uh, to see that our defense, you know, shut a team like that out. So, 
uh, you know, that was a huge stepping stone for our program. And, and we can't, hey, we, we can't go ahead, Jamie. I was going to say, Riley, can you speak to Jordan Moore and the transition he's made? So seems so smooth to wide receiver after the battle that y'all had for QB kind of in the spring and then coming into the summer and then he transitions to wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan is by far the best athlete on our team. Uh, you know, I, I will fully admit that now. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it's not even close. He could go out there and pick up any position uh, on the entire field, in my opinion. Uh, so for him to go from quarterback to receiver is extremely, you know, smooth. And and to have the chemistry that we had, you know, off the bat just goes to show you that he's not he's not just a, a practice player. He's a gamer, and he and he's got those instincts that you know can really help a quarterback out. So just in general, like Jordan Moore and his ability to play, um, just really sports. Like if you know the guy, he can go out. He he plays golf with us, and he's never played golf before, but goes out there and you know shoots you know a pretty good score. We go and play basketball, and he's throwing it down. I mean, it's just incredible to see the things that he can do. And to me, it came as no shock whenever the first day uh, he transitioned and we got out there for practice and I was, you know, throwing him go balls. I mean, it just came naturally for him. The the Northwestern game, though, when he made the catch in the back of the end zone and got both feet down, like, and that early on in the season, too. Like, it was one thing. I mean, he made, he made some ridiculous catches at the end of the season. Uh, but, I mean, early on, it was like, oh, okay, so this is not just like a uh, let's try this out and see what happens. This is like, no, nah, this guy's legit. Right. And, uh, you know, obviously I knew I expected that from him. But from the outside looking in, that that was definitely a pivotal moment to where you're like, oh, gosh, this guy, this guy's going to be dangerous. Uh, yeah. Even even his first catch of the entire season, he should have broken it for about 60 yards and scored. I think he got uh, caught on the two-yard line, but he made like six guys miss throughout the, the uh, duration of the play. So, um, those type of plays are just, you know, really eye-opening for the uh, for the fans and the outside uh, crew. Okay, so North Carolina A and T game. Jamie and Scott are upstairs in the in the media. Um, I think I missed that game, if I'm not mistaken. I did too. Yeah, me and Brian missed that game, but they were there. And uh, you have that that long touchdown run, and then <laughs> after the game, the giraffe statement is born. Yeah. Do you regret? <laughs> Do you regret making that a public statement? Because every day. every day, I can't go on social media without a giraffe being tagged behind my name. Like, I said it. I said it one time. And it just followed with me. Uh, no, but I mean, I think it's a pretty funny, uh, funny joke, and it's the truth. I mean, everybody called me that when I went to the sidelines, so I guess I'll just stick with it. No, hey, Riley, there's a perfect opportunity for you to get an NIL deal, <laughs> and then I deal with something giraffe related. Yeah, I ought to use it to my advantage. You're the right. North Carolina Zoo or something. Yeah, um, there you go. Perfect. I'll take it. You know, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, so so I guess I guess another question. I don't know if you've ever been asked this question. You probably have, but like the obvious comparison for you is a former Duke quarterback in Daniel Jones, right? There's a lot of like you guys are you're built similarly. Um, don't tell him this, but like I feel like you throw the ball more accurately than he did at this point in his career. Um, but you guys similar with that run game and stuff, like, uh, do you see that comparison and do you think that's a fair comparison? And then have you, have you been able to, you know, do any work with him throughout your time at Duke? Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys are like, you know, they get the mindset of, Oh, I'm my own guy. Uh, like 
I don't know. Like, I think we have pretty similar games uh, and we have pretty similar mindsets as well. Uh, I hear that he's one of the most competitive guys that's ever been around the program. And I try to, you know, take that and be even more competitive. Uh, I'm not, you know, trying to, I mean, he's a pretty guy, pretty good guy to replicate your game after. So, you know, why not take things that he's good at, you know, and try to, you know, duplicate them. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely see a lot of similarities uh, that we have. And and we kind of just naturally, um, you know, our relationship has built since I was in high school. We trained with the same quarterback coach. Uh, so when he was in middle school, throughout high school, he trained with the same guy that I did whenever I was in like fourth grade. We never actually met each other face to face until my uh, senior year of high school. So, you know, we got together down in Mobile, Alabama and started to throw. Uh, I got I got with him over the summer uh, when the quarterback coach came up to Duke. Uh, so we've we've been able to, you know, gradually progress in our relationship. And, you know, what, what means the most to me is the text messages after every game. I mean, for a guy, you know, who plays on Sunday to sit down on Saturdays and watch our entire game every week, uh, it's pretty incredible. And, you know, it really means a lot for me uh, and to see him, you know, or see those messages on my phone after the game. Of, of all the support from him, you know, it's it's pretty real. It's that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, a couple of more questions. Um, well, this season, let's see here. I think you've thrown for 20 touchdowns. Uh, you ran for 11. So, it's 31 total touchdowns. Do you have a favorite, one that stands out in your mind of like <laughs> – Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've already uh, talked about the giraffe one, so you get you got it. You, you yeah, can't yeah, say can, the giraffe I one. I would have to go uh, touchdown to Samir to end the weight game. Oh yeah, that was a pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was a good, pretty good feeling for well, sure. Well, okay, especially so. Talk us through that because the previous drive you threw a similar ball, similar route, yeah. right? The one yeah, that got yeah. pinned, and that that DB Very just made an incredible play. So is that was that a back shoulder? I mean, is that like a called play, or is that just a read on you and Samir's part? Yeah, so the the play that I threw the pick on, I was late on the throw. Um, yeah, I was late and it was underthrown and got intercepted. The next drive, we have a like you say, a very similar play called, and and they're blitzing. They're bringing like I think they brought like seven, and obviously we only had six to block. Uh, so I knew they were coming, and you know I know I knew I had to get the ball out of my hands. So it was uh, when I released the ball intentionally supposed to be a back ear, but. I mean, I kind of threw it off my back foot and just hoped eight five would make a play, and he did. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad we got it right the second time. Yeah, he's Samir has definitely come on. We 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 could see it a little in spring ball, especially spring game, and then in fall camp, you could see it's like okay, this kid's got to he's got to be on the field as much as possible, and he's really shown out this year for sure, hasn't he? Oh yeah, and he's he's one of the hardest working guys on our team too. There's nobody. Uh, who loves the game more than him, uh, or he's up there with, you know, easily the top three guys. Uh, so it, it's good to see, you know, all the hard work that he put in, you know, kind of pay off. Yeah, for sure. So we've um, we've done some merch dabbling, um, you know, re- recently thrown some merch out there. We we just had a shirt designed for Coach El- with Coach Elko. It says, turn the music up. He says that after oh, wins, yeah. you know. So so we're doing those things. So, look, if – and I don't, I don't know that you have a, a merch collab uh, yet. If you were to go in that that direction, uh, let's talk about some merch ideas for Riley Leonard, right? So, like, what what would you what what are we putting on a shirt and throwing out to fans? Okay, 
So I'd like to, I'd like for it to fit, you know, kind of who I am and, you know, what I represent. So, you know, I wouldn't mind something that had to do with the cross. Um, you know, the face, the guy. You see, yeah, I try, I tried to do that on my face. Uh, it lasted for about a series each game. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work out too well. Uh, you know, maybe a fishing pole. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You maybe, maybe put a giraffe. Maybe you just, you know, go <laughs> just own it, right? Giraffe, and I just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, but there are a lot of different ways you can go. Maybe you put, maybe you get the old line involved. Put those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, build a wall or something behind me on a shirt. I don't know. Uh, there, yeah. We, we well, the section seventeen podcast is is open for those discussions because we uh <laughs> we throw that stuff out and uh you know we we are your nil partner you know uh or something <laughs> like that but uh but I think I think it, I think it's got some wheels I think it could could gain some traction oh, yeah. and uh and you know everyone else is doing it every other player I'm yeah. seeing they're doing yeah. it and so like <laughs> you got to jump on this train Riley before yeah, it right. leaves the station yeah. so for sure well listen um man. Jamie Holt is uh, oh a founding member oh of our podcast, and he's a huge Carolina Panthers fan. Okay, and like throughout his Carolina Panthers fanhood, it has been like his favorite player is the obvious favorite player, right? It's like Steve Smith, <laughs> right? Like Cam Newton, Cam Newton yeah. Christian yeah. McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> like it's just it is, you know. And um, and so earlier we don't have year, a favorite player. What's that? <laughs> I currently don't have a favorite player. <laughs> hey, no comment on the Panthers right now. Hey, they're only one game out of the playoffs, technically, right? Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, so this year, in the I believe it was the second week, we got our website up and going, and we're like, man, we got to do something different, right? Because we are not traditional media. We do not want to just throw up, like, you know, Riley Leonard with 11 for 17 and, you know, whatever. Like, So we decided to do this thing uh, called Helmet Stickers. And so uh, it has now become a thing among our listeners who follow our pod that pretty much they know uh, Jamie's uh, helmet sticker um, is going to be Riley Leonard. Um, And so Jamie has not seen this yet, but Jamie has written you a letter um, that he's going to read to you um, live and in person. This is going to be we want it to be as awkward as it is. Okay, so um, let me let me grab it real quick. There we go. Lord. I've been dreading this all day. <laughs> so we've been waiting on this since we since we solidified. Why is it not? Let me paste. Uh-oh. All right, Jamie, it's gonna have to come into the uh, in the group text, man. Hold up, just a second. You're gonna have to do it on the. Uh... Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get it. It wouldn't let me. It wouldn't let me paste in the uh, in the in the chat for some reason. So I'll get it out of here. Maybe right. this is a sign. We don't. Oh no, <laughs> no, it's done. It's done, and it, it is about to. Oh, Brian, you have one more question, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's it's something that we've asked in the past, uh, Riley, and it's just I know that you know the team has been able to bond very well with this coaching staff. But is there something about Coach Elko? maybe a hidden talent, something he does in practice that not a lot of folks know about. Like tell us something, one thing that coach about coach Elko that the general population would not know about him. He may, he may be saying this, but there's a new shipment of diet Coke 
sent to his office every day. So, oh wow, I, I think he throws down about ten cans of Diet Coke every day. Dude, you uh, got to get him on the Coke Zero. Yeah, train. yeah, we'll have to try that. But there, he, he's got a customized uh, refrigerator with with Coke. Uh, so sorry, Coach, if you're hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> I always think it's pretty funny. All right. Hey, it, yeah. No, go ahead. Awesome. No, no, I was just going to say, that's the kind of stuff that that people like to hear about Coach and about all you guys. So that that's oh, really Lord. cool. So now we know what to get the man to drink if we ever see him. Yeah, yeah no doubt. No doubt. All right. Uh, without further ado, Jamie, you got you have something to read to Riley, man. Go right ahead. I've already seen the first couple of sentences. This is great. All right. Here we go, Riley. All right, this is not go. my fault. I didn't write this. By this the is the first time Jamie's seen it, Riley. This first the first time, time I've seen it. Dear Riley, my name is Jamie Holt. I am in my mid-40s, <laughs> married, and I have a 13-year-old son, actually. Sorry. Typo. That's fine. I have a beach house, so I'm never really home. I work part-time for the town of Cary, and I have way too much vacation time to burn. <laughs> From the first time I laid eyes on the 2022 person oh, of, of Riley Lane, I knew you were the one. <laughs> Not just for me, but for the entire Duke football program. The precision of your passes, your ability to run. If there was a train of Riley Leonard fans this season, I was the conductor. Toot, toot. <laughs> Uh, I see you like fishing. This is something you and my son have in common. Remember, I'm in my mid-40s married with a 13-year-old son. <laughs> uh, we started giving helmet stickers after the ANT game. It is my honor to tell you that of the 11 possible games, I gave you, Riley Leonard, five of my helmet stickers. I am basically your biggest fan. As soon as you would run onto the field for games, I would immediately call dibs on you for the helmet sticker. That's actually true. That's that's fairly true. Usually it was the first usually it was the first touchdown. I'd be like, Raleigh Leonard, helmet sticker. The stats say you threw six interceptions this season, but in my book, you threw zero. <laughs> Every interception thrown was no fault of your own. You can do no wrong, Raleigh, and I will die on this hill. My favorite memory this season was during the AT game when you burst through the line and scampered down the field. Like a thoroughbred horse. Uh, I know your teammates said you reminded them of a giraffe, but in my eyes, you looked like a, a show horse showing off for the judges of a competition. Also, I know that you would you would beat Darius in basketball if he would ever play you. Anyway, as a reminder, my name is Jamie. I'm in my mid-40s, married, and I have a 13-year-old son. And Riley, I am your biggest fan. Toodles. <laughs> That's <laughs> Raleigh, with, with friends like these, you don't need enemies. Oh my Man, gosh! The it's entire nice. season of the Session Seventeen podcast has just come full circle uh, in that moment. Oh uh, my gosh! Ooh, Riley, Riley, you, uh, we're, Riley is left speechless. <laughs> your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> No, th- that's all you need right there, folks. <laughs> oh my gosh, nicest thing, nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> oh. 
Oh uh, man. So uh we apologize to like Riley's <laughs> friends and family and stuff. Like this is all jokes. <laughs> Jamie is not that weird. Um, but uh he, he is in his mid-40s <laughs> married and, and with a 13-year-old kid. So uh, anyway, oh man. We're, we're, we're gonna he is somewhat weird about certain things. Yes. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna show up to Wallace Wade next year and his face is gonna be plastered in every game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right riley so to close this out man we have a, a a uh a a date set with the university of central florida right so duke is heading to annapolis military bowl um you know let's be real going eight and four in any other season in the acc we're probably not going to military Bowl. we're probably going you know somewhere else but just the way that things landed and I'm sure you would rather be down south somewhere where it's going to be a little bit warmer. I completely know that, understand that. But what are your thoughts on the matchup with UCF um, and then anything about the military bowl uh, specifically? Yeah, it'll be great to go up against a team like UCF. They've had a great season so far. I mean, they, they obviously got a great quarterback in John Rice Plumley. Uh, so that'll be exciting to go up against him. We, we actually train uh, with the same guy, QB Country, too. So um, that'll be a great rivalry. I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to that matchup and just to play in the military bowl, uh, go up in DC, you know, capital of the U.S. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and and really, the coolest thing to me is for the uh, older guys in the locker room that have never been to a bowl game. Uh, I think it's just incredible for them, and it's a great opportunity to, you know, finish their career out, you know, kind of on top. Uh, you know, so it'll it'll be great to play in Navy Stadium. Um, you know, I'm a huge Patriot. Uh, love the country and really. You know, want to thank, uh, you know, those who serve, you know, in every way possible. So it, it'll be great to honor them and play in their stadium. Yeah, no, they said something about there's going to be a flyover. There's going to they're going to have the full field flag and whatever. Flag, huh? Yeah, awesome. as well. That's awesome. So it's going to be going to be really cool. Um, maybe something Duke fans did not know. Uh, Jordan Moore won the Military Bowl Student Athlete of the Year his senior year of high school in 2020. And this season, Jaden Moore his brother won the military bowl student athlete of the year as a high schooler. So kind of a cool connection there with the military bowl. Um, you know, so, uh, well, look, Duke fans hey, will be up there. Rooting one more on. question. What's one that more question for Riley, ahead, real quick before we let him go. So Riley, you like the fish. What's your oh, favorite, yeah. what's your favorite fish to catch? Oh, uh, so I, I never went bass fishing, uh, until I got up here in North Carolina. So I was always a saltwater guy. Yeah. Um, my my dream fish to catch would be a swordfish or a mahi mahi. Oh, we, nice. we call it a dolphin fish back home, but uh-huh. uh, it'd be one of those two. Uh, typically, I just like to catch uh, triple tail. Uh, that's one of my favorite. Uh, they're good to eat. So yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I'm definitely I, I definitely got some goals when I go back home. I, I got to catch a few more. Yeah, we love to we love to fish, so we always go. We always take and charter boats and go go out and just fish and we just got done one of the best fish that i've ever caught and and one of the funnest trips i've ever taken if you ever get a chance but it happens during football season so obviously you might not get too many chances to do it Mm. but uh the when the bull reds run and it's it's just so fun like off just off the coast of north carolina we're catching you know all these 40 inch plus fish 50 inch fish and they're just a beautiful fish and it's just amazing oh yeah they they run in uh huge schools so when they, yeah. when they come through there, it's incredible. You throw anything out there, they'll, they'll bite it. So, yeah, yeah, it's a good call. 
man, we went from a football podcast. We've been a food podcast uh, earlier this year. Now we're a fishing podcast. So I love it. You know, I love it. Uh, Riley, anything you want to say to Duke fans, uh, maybe that are like, you know, maybe on the, on the fence, like, am I going to make the trip to the bowl game or, you know, what's going on? Anything you want to say to Duke fans before we get out of here today? Yeah. Uh, you know, whether you guys can make it to the bowl game or not, um, you have no idea like the support and, and how much you guys mean to us, uh, walking around town and walking on campus. Uh, there's a different vibe in the air and you guys really like make us feel appreciated as, as kind of cliche as that sounds. Uh, you know, I can go into downtown Durham and feel the love uh, and support that you guys have for us. And that really like helps me, my mentality every single day that I step into a facility. And I'm not just saying that, uh, because it sounds good, but I'm saying it because, you know, that's the truth. And, uh, you know, really can't thank you guys enough. Uh, so, um, you know, we need your support in this bowl game because it definitely motivates us, you know, to get a win for you guys every week. Awesome. Well, Riley, thanks for joining us on the Section 17 podcast and good luck in the military bowl. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good one. And our thanks to Riley Leonard for spending some time with us and having a few laughs. Always good to make QB1 laugh as he gets prepared for the military bowl. And as we stated, we are two weeks away from the big matchup up in Annapolis uh, against the Central Florida Knights. And we're hoping to see as many of you up there as possible. Be on the lookout for our bowl preview episode coming out in a couple of weeks. And we are looking forward to seeing as many of you folks up in Annapolis as possible, as I just said. But for now, for Josh Cox, for Jamie Holt, for Scott Medlin, and producer Justin Sykes, I'm Brian Kennedy, and this has been another episode of the Duke Football Talk Section 17 Podcast. Every single thing about this group, I absolutely love you guys, man. Turn the music on!